0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Janice DiRizzo, who is the Global Venture and Acquisition Legal Integration Lead at Accenture. Janice leads a truly global team of 30 contract management professionals, and I'm excited to hear all about what Janice has been doing to keep her team's network alive at this time. Janice, Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hope I did justice to your title. That's quite some title.
1: (laughs) It is. In fact, Sally, thank you so much for having me. Um, You know, this is a very unique team uh, of contract management professionals. And as, as you're probably aware, acquisitions are a huge part of Accenture's inorganic growth. But it's not just acquiring the companies, it's also how we integrate those companies into Accenture after we've acquired them. And that's what these contract management professionals are focused on. Um, And it it is a really good space for contract management, Um, I say because of our our CM brain is what I call it, Um, because of our unique ability to kind of assess things, get down to the bottom of the issues, You know, get the right people together, make the best decisions from a business and legal perspective, and kind of, um, you know, provide really valuable input and guidance to the business. So, um, those are the kinds of things that we deal with. There's a lot of touch and tone required, a lot of hand holding. um, And the interesting thing about it, and I think that keeps me engaged, I've been doing it for about seven years now, is that every day is always different. And uh, we're in the new, so we're learning all the new uh, new technologies, X.O, creative agencies, you know, all of those new things, and it really keeps the team engaged.
0: That's fantastic. Um, so Janice, you have a team that spans the entire globe, and the role clearly takes a truly collaborative mindset. Talk to me about how you responded when the pandemic hit. What of creative ways did you help the team connect when they needed it most
1: you know that's exactly right sally it is challenging in any time to have a global team and to keep them connected and i think this uh this situation brought on some some other unique challenges um we've tried we've done some really fun things actually uh we had a game called integration whispers which came from the game Chinese whispers where you say something and you pass it to people. We went east to west and west to east. And the idea was to have, just to meet other coworkers across the globe and to spend a few minutes of time getting to know them. And then we followed up with a game that we're calling Connect, which is basically a bingo game where you pick a number, and then you go and you meet with that person, and you just spend some time finding out, you know, what kind of things they're doing. It's intended to be lighthearted and a bit of fun, but we had a couple of things that we wanted people to, to talk to us about. You know, what's your lockdown vice? What is what is the thing that you, is your vice during this period? And what are you looking forward to after it's over with? And it turned into a really interesting discussion. We have it on our team site, so everybody on the team can see all the input from everyone. We've seen people that love gardening, that make metal, um, you know, uh, artwork that, um, you know, are doing, you know, a lot of uh, outside things to keep themselves engaged. And so it's been really good because it it keeps the dialogue, it keeps the collaboration up. And we see the benefit of that when in our workday, something comes up, where we think, oh, you know, I just talked to to Sally over in the UK, and I bet she's had this experience. And I know Sally now, so I'm going to call Sally and ask her. So it's been very, very beneficial. And it's been fun. Um, Another thing that we did on our last global call is we just had a bingo game. And some of our folks had never played bingo. And it was just a lot of fun. We were all, you know, laughing and, you know, just spending time with each other during
0: this time. That's so nice, Janice. And I think it's really interesting because I've seen a lot and talk a lot about the fact that you actually have an ability to get to know people a little bit better in this environment. And mm-hmm. you've certainly described that in the, the games and the interactions that you've been having, that you actually do have an opportunity to get to know people in a way that you probably wouldn't do just in a physical office environment together. Very so Yeah, lots of opportunity uh, for that. So have these sort of creative approaches that you've been talking about and the games and getting to know each other, has it had an impact on productivity? I think it has.
1: Uh, You know, as I said, just being able to reach out to somebody that you might not have otherwise and and just really uh, establishing commonalities around, you know, between people across the globe you know and opening up that communication challenge, uh, channel so you know the the kind of mantra for our group is strategic collaborative and living our core values that's that's our mantra and i think it really has opened up the collaborative piece um globally
0: for our team well that's fantastic uh, janice talk to me a little bit about the ways that your team both engages with and, and perhaps gives back to contract management community more broadly.
1: Yeah so um, we're very close to you know the CM community in terms of within Accenture and how we work with them because many times uh, we have shared clients that were transitioning to CM and we're very close to them. you know one of the things when all this started happening we got to thinking as a team how can we give back and the majority of my team works from home. So working from home was not new for us. It's something that it's an art and not a science. And, um, you know, we decided, all right, let's give back to our CM community by putting a video together from some of us across the globe, just giving our tips on work from home. And it was intended to be both informative and humorous. And we sure did hit that mark. It was, there were some parts that were really, um, you know, humorous and it was very well received.
0: Uh, and I think those tips are really important, Janice. I, I've been uh, seeing quite a lot recently a, a Kermie the Frog meme where he's, <laughs> uh, he's staring out of the window and it's pouring with rain and, he, and the caption is, I- I'm no longer working from home, I'm living at work. That's and true. of course, <laughs> it's really important, isn't it, to, yeah. to make sure whilst we are at home and we're working and, and like you, you know, and, and many I'm sure who are listening are very familiar with working from home, but it's the intensity that we've been experiencing over the last few months that's been challenging and the discipline that's required then in order to make sure that you have a break and that you, there is a distinction between work and home. Very much so, very much so. So in terms of relationship building with acquired companies during the pandemic, how has that transition worked, Janice? How do you build relationships with individuals that you've never actually met face to face?
1: It's difficult and it is definitely an art, but it is achievable um, before um, the pandemic hit. You know, we were very focused on at the beginning of an integration, we would go and meet in person with the acquired folks and talk to them about their client contracting, about our strategy for integration with respect to client contracts. And that was really, really important to develop those relationships early. Well, we've had to do that now virtually. And so we've definitely used teams to try to get face-to-face with people you know, and we've kind of tried to, you know, do that more frequently. We usually would just give the training at the beginning and then, you know, we wouldn't give it any training again until around the end of the integration. But I think just trying to stay closer to the acquired team um, at the beginning has, has helped us get over that hump. I mean, you can't replace in person. But, you know, we've, we've, we've gotten a program together where we think we're getting as close as we can
0: to it. Yeah, that's great. And as you say, I mean, I think there is, there is something in it being an art, but, but as, as we have talked about, the fact that you do actually have an opportunity to get to know people a little bit better, that there's an authenticity in the communication, particularly video communication, when you're sitting at home, Your you know, people might have animals or children running around and actually there's there's an ability to create empathy and to create a relationship in that virtual environment that is actually quite distinctive from the physical interactions that we're used to i absolutely agree with that yeah janice i have a question for you perhaps you know for you more personally is you know networking is clearly a thing um and keeping your network alive is obviously what we're really trying to focus on at the moment and helping people who are isolated to keep their networks alive do you have any tips for people what sort of things have you done have you been more um engaged with social media over the time have you been more focused on making connections across your organization what are the sorts of things that you've done to not only keep your network alive, but to continue to grow your network? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms of the team, um, you know, I um, early on had a one on one meeting with everyone on my team globally. And, you know, it was just to talk, how are you doing? What is your situation? Is there any help you need? Um, And um, I think that was very valuable. I mean, the, the responses I got ran the gamut of, I'm so overwhelmed, I need help. And, you know, so this was a person with small children at home, right? And and that's just almost impossible when you've got really small children. And, you know, we had another individual on the team that was single in the same country. This was in Germany. And, um, you know, when I talk to the single person, they're like, well, I can help, I can help, I can take on some of the load. So it was that that teamwork that came out of that. And then it ran the gamut of folks, oh, I've got it under control, but they had middle school children at home and it was tough. And, you know, and I kind of had to push a little bit to get that person to take some help, but they did, right? So I think it's the, you know, the fact that um, you've got to get closer to people you've got to understand and make them feel comfortable that they can say, I'm overwhelmed. I need help or I need some time off.
0: Yeah, that's a uh, good advice. Indeed. Um, Janice, thank you so much. I've got one final question for you. Um, these are our optimistic cafe, um, podcast, So I have to ask you what keeps you optimistic people. <laughs>
1: People keep me opt- optimistic. The, the sheer resilience and the caring that people have for others, it makes me very optimistic. It gives me chills a little bit because I've seen such displays of kindness and caringness for your fellow employee, your fellow worker, and it continues to impress me on you know just how important relationships are during a time like this.
0: Janice, thank you so much, and I think important as well for us always to continue to reflect on how resilient we all are as individuals. I think um, it's too easy to chastise ourselves and uh, do ourselves down, but I think as you rightly say, people have demonstrated huge resilience, huge kindness and empathy, um, and we have to take a moment to celebrate all of that. Hear, here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I look forward to continuing to work with you. Um, We love working with Accenture and uh, look forward very much to speaking to you again soon.
1: Likewise, Sally. Thank you
0: very much.